What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 45 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about everything related to the Indian markets. Uh, if you want more informational content rather than analytical content, you've got two options. Uh, either listen to the Q&A uh, episodes that I have every single day. Uh, and now those are released as separate episodes. So you you can either do that or you can follow me on Instagram uh, or you can do both, which is ideal. This podcast, of course, is going to be more analytical and more related to the markets directly rather than related to some good practices uh, of the markets. So I just thought I'd let you all know. And with that, we can get started. Of course, this is going to be a weekly uh, analysis in the sense that we're going to be talking about the weekly charts uh, this time. And yes, that's pretty much it. Of course, today, you know, this week was um, were the Maharashtra and Haryana elections, which is why Monday wasn't off. So interesting to see what happens on Tuesday. And uh, with that, let us begin with Nifty. So my overall view on Nifty right now is it's not as uh, strongly bullish as it was earlier. In general, I feel that we may see the week closing uh, either positive or a gap up negative. But in general, I feel you know that the week might close positive, um, a, a more sort of longer term trend or rather swing trend is uh, positive is bullish in my opinion but if you're gonna ask me if tomorrow is gonna be a positive day um, then i'm afraid you know i i do not have a decisive answer uh, last time you know was the first episode of this new set new sort of setup and new uh, format of the show where i basically said that i'll make sure that it's more forward looking rather than you know just beating around the bush so last time I'd mentioned that I was not uh, bullish on Nifty or Bank Nifty particularly, or rather I was not particularly bullish on those, and uh, I was not bearish. I I know I remember I said bearish. I was not bearish per se, but you know, it's just that I was not bullish. So I was I was I was not expecting a big move. I was possibly expecting a smaller negative move. Uh, neither of those things happened. We saw a small positive move. Nifty was decent, you know, plus 75.5 closing on Friday. Bank Nifty was plus 130.80. So we did see some, you know, pretty, uh, you know, I, I don't want to use the word strong because we've seen uh, what strong is on Nifty and Bank Nifty, but moderate, you know, decent, uh, not bad at all. I was of course expecting uh, something more negative but that's not the case so uh, you know my analysis for that changed once those 600 levels were sustained so from going short or from being bearish on nifty I I sort of switched my position midway so I just thought I'd mention that also since you know I'd give sort of like a follow-up on uh, what I had mentioned in the previous episode so and and especially because you know i was wrong so you know generally what happens is that i say that hey i'd mentioned this in the previous one and that's what happened i wanted to make sure that i also highlight this because you know it's we're all learning here so i just wanted to make sure i highlight that and uh coming to this coming week's trend um 
I feel that we still need to wait for what we see tomorrow. Uh, because as it stands right now, it's got a few uh, few pretty serious resistances. The very first one being 23rd September's high, which is just under um, 11,700 if I remember correctly, or rather if the chart is correct, it's at around 11,694. So just a few points below uh, that 700 level. The day's high, Friday's high, was 684.7, so not too far off. So I'm expecting that to be a pretty strong resistance, especially because, uh, you know, Nifty has jumped from those 300, 400 levels um, to pretty much 700 levels, and I feel that might be uh, too soon for the index. So I'm expecting a retest of 600, possibly a retest of uh, 500 soon. Um, you know, that is if it wants to, you know, make a sustainable uh, rally. If not, you know, it might just shoot up and that's that's all we know. Um, what is also quite interesting to see is that there are at least at least two more resistances at that level, at around 11,700. And uh, the next one's going to be at 11,765 or so. So... Um, all of those things are, uh, you know, sort of making me think that, you know, this week might not be particularly bullish, but it all really depends on what we see tomorrow. So I'm going to reserve my opinion on or rather my reading of this coming week uh, until tomorrow, because I feel that would be a more decisive way. And in general, you know, we've seen uh, we've seen, you know, the next day after long weekends being uh, negative because of course we're going to see profit bookings happening and uh, that's that's very natural and if, and also you know the underlying stocks are not particularly uh, doing well they've they've got a ton of resistance from what i can see uh, definitely not at a price level where they become a good buy so um you know, Nifty looks like it's in a tough spot, basically, in my opinion. So tomorrow, I'm expecting it to possibly, uh, you know, test those 600 levels, perhaps. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for my reading on Nifty as an index. And um, I've tried to include the weekly analysis in here as well, even though you might have not realized because I didn't separate it. But on the weekly chart, the trend looks decent. I mean, it's definitely... A very strong positive week that we saw uh, pretty healthy volumes for the most part um, but we're, we're definitely going to be seeing those resistances um, between 11,700 to 750 so possibly a week's close uh, a weekly close at either those levels or if it's going to be able to maintain those maintain that momentum then a possible test of those 11,800 levels also but this is only if tomorrow is going to be a strong day. If not, then we are definitely going to be seeing some uh, testing of those 600 levels, those you know 500 levels, possibly 400 levels also. So, uh, you know, again, my decisive reading will uh, be there tomorrow because I feel that's a more you know better way. Uh, really talk about it so yeah, I mean that's pretty much as far as nifty as the index is concerned again I've made sure to cover the intraday part intraday pretty flat movement overall you know the range was not too big 
I also spoke about the daily, uh, where it stands on the daily chart, strong movements, very strong increase, and now it's at that 23rd September um, high, and of course I also spoke about the weekly chart, and uh, that of course brings us on to the gainers and losers of Nifty, and uh, you know again this is something that I want to do, that just including Nifty's analysis completely together so that it's easier that way. And uh, I should probably just take a quick break right now so that, you know, if you actually listen to it segment-wise, you can just skip to the nifty, uh, nifty segment rather than Nifty stock segment. So I'll just make sure to take a break so that that segment is created. Alright, so Nifty's gainers and losers. <clears throat> and the very first gainer that we have here leading the pack is Yes Bank. And uh, it's at 51.40, closing 8.44% up. <clears throat> so definitely some strong moves going on. Um, you know, there are some resistances where it's at. Also, you know, in terms of a technical level and in terms of what we've been seeing as, as you know, the chart patterns and all that, it looks like it's it might just sort of take a take a break from its constant uh, you know positive move so I'm expecting either profit booking happening or I'm expecting a pretty sizable uh, correction for yes bank possible 50 rupee retest also and uh, hold on I just had to put the charger on I don't know why it didn't work oh yeah that's working now so uh, yeah, I'm expecting uh, Yes Bank to possibly test that 50 level, and uh, you know if it actually is in the mood, or rather if it isn't in the mood, we might even see those 45, 46 levels. A 10% down would basically indicate that. And uh, the basis for such a massive fall are not entirely, uh, you know, not entirely technical. And the reason for that, and I know that I'd mentioned that I'll, I'll refrain from talking too much about news-based events, um, but Yes Bank recently took over a 6,000 crore project, and I'm honestly not too sure how the market will react to it, especially because it's related to real estate, uh, which is already a, uh, let's just say it's a controversial industry today. So, you know, Considering all of that, I am not too sure how the market will react to that news, which is why I'm not going to really talk a lot about Yes Bank. So it's at 51.4, up 8.44%. Again, if you would have uh, got into this stock at those uh, 35, 40 levels, then you would have probably made pretty sweet ROI. Again, in terms of the absolute amount, it wouldn't have been much. Um, I'm pretty sure it isn't even enough to buy a cutting chai nowadays, but, you know, a pretty sweet percentage return anyway. So, again, it's not too late to get into it. If you do want to test it out, it's just 50 rupees. Um, it's possibly less than your uh, rickshaw fare, so keep that in mind. Next one is going to be Coal India 205.95 closing up 3.28%. This is also at resistance and from technical level your buy would have been approximately at that 185 mark and that is because of those chart patterns, that is because of that support zone 
and now it is at 205 so a sweet 20 rupee profit <clears throat> and that could have been your basis not too bullish on this either because of that uh, CIP resistance that change in polarity resistance and if it's able to breach that uh, hopefully with strong volumes we should be seeing levels of 213 basically above 210 uh, relatively easily and uh, I mean it's entirely possible that we also see some profit booking happening so uh, even if we do see a positive move tomorrow it might not be as positive uh, because of profit booking so there's that the next one is going to be Adani ports and uh, so in my notes, I've mentioned the weekly, uh, you know, the weekly reading and the daily reading. So I'm just giving you my views, combining both those readings. So if you're wondering why, you know, unlike the previous episodes, I'm not talking about the charts, you know, the individual charts of daily and weekly. That's because, you know, as I've uh, found out, a lot of you guys aren't in front of the charts when I talk about it. So there really isn't a point. And, uh, you know, it's it's better to just talk about my reading of it rather than actually getting into the details of the charts. If that's something you prefer, do let me know. Um, again, the next one is going to be Adani Ports. It's near resistance on the daily chart and on the weekly chart. Um, and this resistance, no, it's not the all-time high one. It is at approximately that 430 level. So it's also going to be a psychological resistance. However, it's around 10 rupees away. So if it can close above that 422 mark, 423.8 was the high. So if it, can, if it can actually sustain that level, then it might be a, you know, a sort of a quick movement to that 430 level. And uh, that sort of 5-6 rupee profit is something that you just get. Uh, considering that it should be a very easy ride till there so not particularly bullish as such on Adani ports but it does look like an interesting uh, stock to just play around with for a quick profit again so that's my view on Adani ports the next one is going to be Grasim oh Adani ports 421.7 closing 3.07 up percent and the next one is Grasim, 746.5 closing, 3.03% up. Uh, Grasim had mentioned that the ideal buy price would have been somewhere around 650 or so. Uh, however, that is not the case because, you know, Grasim at that point was in a pretty tight spot, I'd say. So your ideal buy price would have been somewhere more around that 660 mark. From there, it's pretty much uh, climbed relatively stably. Uh, some resistances were there, but overall it looks decent. The next resistance is at 760. Um, I would personally not enter into this trade because the risk ratio reward is not in your favor. And if you're wondering what that is, you can just check out my IGTV video that I did on that. It was, it was pretty much it covered every single thing that you need to know about uh, you know risk reward as someone who would be interested in getting into the markets so do check that out if you are interested right now Grasim as it stands it's got resistance I would personally not enter into it again not particularly bearish not bullish somewhere in the middle and that that's something which is common for a lot of these stocks uh, in today's reading uh, the next one is going to be Maruti now what stands out to me is the 
candlestick pattern more than anything uh, and that's because it made a high and then it almost went 40% down from that high so rather 40% down is a relative term let me be very clear it did not literally go 40% down so from 7451 it closed at uh, or rather from 7450 it closed at 7 302 so a good 150 point fall from where it was and yeah i mean that's a pretty sizable fall from that high so one would expect that high to be tested and then slip a bit but when it actually goes down this much you know it makes you think how strong the resistance must be to actually push that price down so much and i'm sure a lot of that must have been due to profit booking because we we saw some very very uh, you know steady and solid moves from Maruti, uh, pretty much right from that 6500 6600 mark, and obviously you know when someone's making a 700 rupee profit or so, they are going to book profits. So uh, that's pretty much it as far as Maruti is concerned on the weekly chart quite clear that it's got resistance so again you know i i don't want to say i'm bullish i, I don't want to say i'm bearish on these because it's definitely in an uptrend and it has the potential to go up so i'm assume so rather i feel that it might just retrace it might uh, test the lower levels for a bit since it's facing uh, you know resistances at higher levels so that's my opinion on maruti and that also brings me to the day's losers for Nifty 50. And uh, the very first one is going to be Z Limited. 250.2 closing, down 5.39%. And, uh, hmm, you know, as I'm looking at it, I can see that it, it had breached that 8MA mark momentarily for like three days. But now it's below that 8 ma uh, level, and that 8 ma level, in case you're wondering, is at just about 250 basically. And right now it's at 250. So the difference is not that much, but it's still there, and that's what that that is actually what's worrying me because as long as it's under that 8 ma line, it is going to continue falling, uh, at least from what we've seen in the past. So. Mm. Z does not look particularly promising. The next loser for the day is uh, one of my favorite stocks, and I'm sure you know which stock I'm talking about by now. If you actually look at me, I've got a big grin on my face, and that's Tata Motors. Uh, the technical reason for why it fell down fell by 1.90%, closing at 136.85, is I feel it was partially due to profit booking because uh, you know the high that we saw 141.8 was decent but it was like five points away from where it closed so and you know Tata Motors of course had not been doing particularly well so people might have just chosen to you know book profits and then go uh, basically jump ship so that's why that's possibly why we saw that uh, minor fall in prices or just just shy of two percent i'm trying to find my notes if i can because i want to talk about tata motors um and tata motors because um no i can't find anything on it because I w i'm curious to see if i actually said that uh, whether we'll see some profit booking or not 
but i can't find it so you know whatever um you know again you, you, you all know my thoughts on tata motors by now so i won't really get into the details too long did not read if you on the tldr version of it um in the future i feel it's going to be a great stock right now it's very iffy too early to tell in my opinion uh when we're talking about the next loser for the day which is aisha motors and oh by the way i've also mentioned in my notes tata motors at 20 ma support so hmm, that looks interesting that does change things sort of but not really it still remains to be a pretty risky pick if you want uh, a low risk stock because it's not particularly been performing well and it is an auto stock after all so despite my love and affection for that stock i am going to uh, say that i'm you know i'll actually say that i'm bullish on it because of that 20 ma support but i'm definitely not too bullish on it um and again you know i would i'd actually wait for uh the markets to open tomorrow to see how everything goes uh because of this long weekend and uh, the next loser is going to be aisha motors closing at 20275.9 uh down 1.05% and uh it had crossed that 200 ma line or rather it had opened above that 200 ma line on thursday and then we might have seen some profit booking happening so again the candle size is similar to what we saw so what we saw on tata motors so it seems like these uh these um, you know auto stocks saw that profit booking happening possibly of course this was not seen on maruti for um, you know i i honestly don't know what the reason was but maruti did have a stronger uptrend also that so that might have been the reason anyway uh, aisha motors there is always going to be that chance that it tests that uh, you know 20000 level it also could just test that 200 ma line i just feel that you know if it can sustain that 200 ma level and that 200 ma level is just below 20000 if it can actually sustain that nothing like it we should see some very strong moves if it does uh, i'm bullish on aisha motors if it doesn't i'm not so yeah, that's pretty much it as far as uh, aisha motors is concerned the next one that i've mentioned here is bajaj auto again another auto stock closing at 3087.05 7.05 down 0.79% and uh, again we're seeing something very similar happening here and this also looks like it's in the resistance zone so you know i'm actually going to say that i'm a bit bearish on bajaj auto right now so that's it for nifty's analysis now we can move on to bank nifty and if you hear it's raining right now uh, crazy 21st october and it's still raining and this is actually quite heavy compared to what we've been seeing uh, you know for the past few days so yeah, crazy stuff anyway let's move to bank nifty now all right so let's get started with bank nifty and now uh, the thing that's actually happened is that from the time that i recorded nifty and now uh, that i'm actually recording bank nifty it started raining pretty crazily pretty heavily and uh, it's and it's 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 been what 3 minutes 5 minutes god knows how long uh, but a very short time and it's just started raining it's thundering it's lightning so if you do uh, get some disturbances uh, more disturbances than usual anyway uh, that's probably why Uh, so I do apologize for that, but there really isn't anything I can do. 
and if there was something i could do then i'd be in weather derivatives right now not in stocks uh with jokes apart let's get started with bank nifty and uh honestly you know friday looked quite flat to me uh up 130.80 points closing at 29120 and the reason i say flat is because nifty closed 75 plus bank nifty closed 130 plus so that's less than 2x and the general ratio is 3x to 4x so not really sure what happened there but even if you look at the charts it's quite flat and now that i'm actually looking at the daily chart uh, we can see that 200 ma uh, support very clear fib resistance at 29212 very clear so those levels are going to be important tomorrow as well um it's actually come a long way but huh you know i'll i'll do a live analysis now let's see so i i feel you know that we might see a possible retest of 29000 tomorrow or at least 29100 yeah 29000 uh tomorrow a possible retest and the reason for that is because of that resistance and it's also a spinning top candle where it's at with moderate volumes so that that sort of shows how indecisive uh it is in a way of speaking that 200 ma line should hopefully give it enough support if not then we're back to square one pretty much and uh The interesting thing to note here is that while Nifty has almost fully retraced or rather almost fully recovered from that uh 23rd September level, <coughs> Bank Nifty is still uh how many points is it off? It's off by around 1700 points or so. So it still has to make up that gap if it wants to be at par with Nifty. So that's where banks banks are right now. I mean the thing with banks is that fundamentally speaking you know inherently speaking the the underlying banks are not doing that well uh, except for a few that's possibly why we're seeing this uh, difference in nifty and bank nifty overall um i feel that uh, see the thing is i'm not bu- i'm not bearish on either bank nifty or uh, nifty it is just that you know where they're at right now we might be seeing some profit booking happening you know a few points here and there and that is why i'm not completely bullish right now however you know in general in terms of the overall trend is definitely positive so don't get me wrong on that um tomorrow i do feel that we might see some profit booking or something happening i mean uh especially because all of the news that we've uh, received uh, over the weekend and um you know yes banks thing so we might see something interesting happening tomorrow and uh, that's my view on bank nifty in general so not particularly bur- bullish or bearish right now uh, one thing that i do want to point out is that generally we've seen these fridays being quite volatile compared to thursdays this is not the case this friday it was actually relatively decisive and flat so i just thought i'd mention that as well and now we can jump on into bank nifty stocks so i'll just take a 
I'll just cut the recording real quick so that I can make a new segment and then we can take it from there. All right, so the very first leader of the banks is going to be S Bank, obviously 8.44% up, 51.40 closing as we spoke about with Nifty, in Nifty rather. So, you know, if, if you did not listen to Nifty stocks, a quick recap is that I'm expecting some sort of uh, profit booking happening here on Yes Bank. It's at a few resistance levels, a few technical resistance levels, also including a change in polarity level where it's at right now. So, uh, you know, I'm expecting something to happen also with the news of that 6,000 crore uh, project being handed over to Yes Bank because of a loan default. I'm not expecting particularly positive things happening, but the market moves in weird ways. So I'm not I'm not going to be uh, commenting on that too much. I'll, I'll rather actually react to it, whatever happens tomorrow. So that's my view on Yes Bank. The next one is going to be PNB. 60.25 rupees closing up 2.03 percent and uh, i feel that there's still a good five percent or so to be made on this stock or rather in this stock possibly 10 percent if you're able to hold it for a bit so uh, and by a bit i mean approximately uh three weeks or so i'd say and i'd say probably a three three weeks or so and uh, the problem with these things is that, you know, technically speaking, they might work. But then the moment some unfavorable news happens, it'll just sort of, uh, you know, it, it'll basically ruin all the progress it's made. So that's why I do not particularly recommend these banking stocks or rather these smaller banking stocks in general. So, you know, again, not, not exactly bullish or bearish on PNB because it really depends. The last time I actually looked at PNB properly, it was just above that 100, 110 level. And this was back last year during my internship. So, you know, clearly my views on PNB are, uh, even though it is bullish or rather in that positive swing, I don't think it'll last long. Uh, at least, you know, that's my reading on it. Next one is going to be RBL Bank. Um, RBL Bank again, one strong stock that I'd mentioned uh, because of that very, very important uh, candlestick pattern that we saw. Uh, it's just under 300. The day's high was 299, so that uh, psychological resistance is real. And yeah, I mean, that's honestly the, the biggest, the most uh, important thing I have to say about RBL because. Uh, it does not again it does not look negative to me it's above ATMA also so that's great and it's it actually got a lot of support from ATMA with the low being 280 and the ATMA being at 279 uh, so I do think that RBL bank might recover soon so there's that mm, the next one is I SBI not ICICI SBI SBI is near its resistance levels and uh, it actually took resistance from that 20 MA line and um, RBL by the, I, uh, by the way RBL closing 295.25 up 1.74 SBI closing 269.65 up 1.58 so and that's percent by the way that's not points 1.58 percent so there is that um, where it stands right now SBI mm, <laughs> 
you know i i'm i'm actually hesitating before saying profit booking because i've said that word literally for every single stock and index so it's at a resistance though that's all i'm going to say right now and again a better view would be tomorrow because we actually know where the market would be headed hopefully and we'll be able to see what the sentiment was over the weekend uh, the next one is going to be hdfc bank i'm i'm skipping a few banks here and there by the way i'm uh, just talking about the important ones in my opinion so hdfc bank where it's at it's 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 interesting it's sort of crawling al- along that 20 ma line where it's at right now and uh, it's at that um, you know spinning top level very low volume so honestly not that decisive i am expecting some sort of resistance happening to be honest but overall hdfc bank looks strong especially because their results were quite strong whether they were in line with the street's expectations or not really can't say that that's again something we'll have to find out tomorrow um hdfc bank in general quite bullish on that despite them being one of the most unfriendly banks that i've come across um but you know you know now that i actually look at the chart hdfc bank it might just break out soon because it's consolidated quite tightly at the at the level it's currently at um the next one is going to be kotak bank very similar to what we saw with hdfc uh, in fact it's it's the, the candlestick patterns are near identical except for the actual candles which are different of course uh, to me though kotak bank looks a bit more uh, bullish than uh, hdfc but again that consolidation is happening so uh, it's happening at that 1617 level by the way hdfc bank closing 1229 up 0.74% kotak bank closing 1615 up 0.67% so uh, at that approximately 1617 level we're seeing a lot of consolidation happening so i'm expecting a big move on kotak bank or rather in kotak bank the next one is going to be indusin bank and it's it's at its uh, you know it's at its trendline level trendline resistance so i'm expecting it to go down unless it chooses to break the trend in which case it might just kiss the 200 ma moving average so or rather the 200 moving average at approximately or rather just below 1500 Uh, or rather at 1500 so that's going to be indusin bank it has a ton of resistance where it's at right now might even fall back down to 8 ma which is at 1282 so approximately 50 or so points away rather 60 points away so that's indusin bank closing 1342 up 0.19% the next one is going to be icici bank the top loser for bank nifty down 0.64% closing at 437.8 and it looks like you know again very similar to what we're seeing with nifty not exactly but very similar anyway in the in, you know in the way that the way it's actually retraced and now it's coming back up is very very similar so um you know considering that it was a doji at 437 i feel that we might see some sort of correction happening possibly till that 430 mark Uh, or 425 approximately that level is my reading of icici bank again over the weekend we saw ton of news happening ton of fundamental economic news also so 
uh, I would actually reserve my bullish bearish comment till I actually see what the markets are like. And yeah, I mean that was pretty much it for this podcast again. If you liked it, do let me know. If you did not like it, if you think something needs to be changed, do let me know. And I hope you all are listening to my Q&A podcast or rather my father and my Q&A podcast because we talk about a ton of insightful shit, man. Like you really should. If you aren't listening to the if you aren't listening to that one, you should. I mean, it's it's honestly I'd I'd prefer listening to that one than listening to this one. Uh, in my opinion it's that good so uh, again it's your call also uh, if you like that one you might also like my instagram shit so uh, yes this is well this is not the outro because it's probably not labeled as such in my segments but this is the outro so that that's gonna be it tomorrow is of course a trading day so happy trading and hopefully we'll be seeing some decisive trends happening tomorrow so yeah that's my take on it and happy trading.